WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Correspondent Mike Sisak reporting a congressional panel releasing tax returns of our 45th president. The House Ways and Means Committee released six years worth of Donald Trump's tax records, uh, tax returns and other forms that he submitted to the IRS. Now, this is thousands of pages of documents, uh, the 1040 forms and other forms that he submitted uh, both as an individual and from some of his business interests. In the meantime, the former president sharply condemning the Democrats on Capitol Hill for releasing those tax documents. Well, the news and entertainment industry mourning the death of TV pioneer Barbara Walters. For more than 50 years, she was on the air, placing in front of her audience world figures and celebrities whose names and faces might have changed, but hers never did. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas says we have to keep defending what is right. It seems that, you know, in other words, no matter what the Constitution says, you have to keep defending it. Because they're going to be crazy people who are just going to do whatever they want, and the state government's going to be fine with it. And then you have to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, Otherwise, you've got to deal with their Marxist madness. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Another hour of Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg here on AM 1280, The Patriot. It's at your 2 o'clock hour. Right now, your weather forecast. Low around 20 degrees, mostly cloudy skies tonight into your Sunday. Partly sunny with a high near 30. Our sister station, thefishtwincities.com, plays the latest tracks from today's top Christian artists. Download the Fish Twin Cities app today, stream online, or with the Odyssey app. Thefishtwincities.com, safe for the whole family. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, I'm the headliner edition here, along with my colleagues, Jack Tomzak, coming up, the new guy, I should say, in one hour from about 3 to 5 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. He'll be here with his usual cast of characters, talking about where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics. Of course, Brad Carlson, the closer, coming up tomorrow, 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, hence I always mention, King Banyan, the uh, the, col- the the uh, the far-flung uh, possession here of the Northern Alliance Radio Network over on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, doing the King Banyan radio show, the foremost show about economics anywhere in the world, radio, TV, print, whatever. It's it's all over there. Don't don't listen to Freakonomics on, on the public station that you pay for. No, you check out King Banyan, 9 to 11 Saturdays, AM 1440, The Businessman. So... It's uh, perhaps you've heard today is New Year's Eve. I think it's the second time we've broadcast on New Year's Eve, maybe third in the last 18 and three quarters years. A couple of interesting anniversaries, by the way, popping up. Yes, the show turned 18 years old last March. The station, uh, by the way, turned uh, turned 20 
this past uh, year? Was it last year? I think it was. No, it was last. It was twenty twenty one. Holy cow! This has been a fast year. Uh, but uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network turns nineteen in uh, two months, March sixth. 2023 will be the 19th anniversary, which, God willing and with a tailwind, means the show hopefully turns 20 sometime in 2024. Uh, just in time for the uh, the mid uh, the next uh, next next, election, next presidential election. Sure enough, holy cow, it's already upon us. At any rate, uh, been through a lot of years in this broadcast, and a lot of things have changed. First of all, the cast of the Northern Alliance has changed since that first get together, which the other big anniversary I should point out. 19 years ago, next Saturday, I'm also po- almost positive it's next Saturday or next Sunday, it was the 19th anniversary of the event that really launched the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Hugh Hewitt and Dwayne Patterson, uh, radio blogger, were in town for a live promotion of some sort. I don't remember all the details because I wasn't involved with the station back then. Uh, I had actually pitched the idea of an all-blogger talk show on, on Halloween of 2022, the station was amenable, but I was having a hard time getting all the personalities on board. So I just sort of left things kind of set there for a while until Hugh Hewitt uh, called a gathering of what was at the point at that point called the Northern Alliance of Blogs at a place called uh, Jimmy's uh, Lighthouse, Billy's Lighthouse, rather, Billy's Lighthouse in Minnetonka. I'll talk more about that next week. But that was really where the Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, turned from a blog alliance to a talk show. And over the course of this last, well, going on 20 years as of that point, has become what it has been. And so we'll we'll talk. I may just devote a segment to that next week as well as uh, start working up towards the 20th anniversary of the Northern Alliance in uh, hopefully 2024 here. Other big anniversary, by the way, and I've mentioned this a few times in recent years, but it's time is flying by fast, and we're going to be there soon. I, it blows my mind to say this about a radio station, because radio, in the great cosmic scheme of things, is a fairly modern technology. But 2025 will be an important anniversary for the AM 1280 frequency, the 100th anniversary of there being an AM 1280 in the Twin Cities. We've been through God knows how many call signs in the past, uh, at this point, 99 point some change years. But as of 2025, uh, we, we it's been 100 years since there has been an AM 12 frequency, uh, 1280 frequency license to the Twin Cities. It's been WWTC several times in that 20, in that 100 years, along with many other uh, call letters. But it's been WWTC steadily for 20 years, the longest it's been in the same format, certainly since the 1960s, I think. We'll be looking ahead toward that celebration as we go through 2023 as well. So uh, it's been a big year, obviously. I mean, all years are big. Some years are, are better than others. Some are worse than others. Speaking personally, I've had worse years far and away than 2022. But it wasn't great. I mean, this is the year I lost my mother. My family lost its mother. Uh, I should say my siblings and I lost our mother, uh, which happens to everyone at some point, although at age 81, just shy of 82, that's still way too early. I mean, in this day and age, it's it's easy to expect people to live well beyond 80 these days, and it's I feel a bit hard to not feel a little bit robbed, but what do you do? Everyone complains about uh, death, but nobody changes it. 
at any rate. Uh, but other than that, generally speaking, it was a decent year. I've certainly had many worse beyond the whole passing of my mother thing than, than 2022. And as always, we head into a day like today, New Year's Eve, hoping that things are much better next year. Of course, the world being what it is, things go go in ebbs and flows and waves and ups and downs. And over the course of hundreds of years, things have gotten generally better. I mean, we've talked about this on the show countlessly over uh, countless times in the last five years. For the first time in human history, obesity is a bigger problem than famine. If you'd have said 100 years ago that famine would be a lesser problem than people being overweight from having too much food, they would have laughed you uh, out of the room. Justifiably so. There was no reasonable way to assume that would ever happen. Outside of the phenomenally, by world standards, historical standards, phenomenally wealthy parts of uh, the modern West, being a human, uh, life was nasty, brutish, and short. Well, that's been changing for the last hundred years and really changing for the last decade. And for the most part, generally speaking, doing pretty well this last year. There have been other changes, by the way, in the 20 years since, well, 19 years since we started doing the show, almost. I mean, if you'd have told us, I've said this before, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it many times in the next two years. If you'd have told us in 2004 or 2006, even 2008, that the 8th Congressional District would ever vote Republican, much less become an R plus 12 district, we might have had you forcibly committed. I mean, it was it would have been crazy talk back then, and yet here we are. Uh, if you'd have said that, that Minnesota's congressional delegation would be half and half Republicans, we might have said you, we'd like a bottle of whatever it is you're drinking because it did not seem feasible this time 19 years ago. 15 years ago even, and yet here we are. So things have moved in a direction, <laughs> several directions. But when we want to talk about 2022, uh, there, there were a lot of stories. I, it's hard to pick a top three. I could probably go top ten. I mean, there were there, there were a number. Of, obviously, obviously the, the denouement of the January 6th commission certainly occupied a lot of time over the last year, although it really didn't tell us anything we already didn't already know. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump reentering the race, the 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 uh, misfire for Republicans of the midterm election this past November, Uh, the Canadian uh, government, uh, really, really the ongoing insanity, really possibly maybe God willing, the last waves of the insanity of government response to covid washing over society over this last year, really. I mean, the Canadian government sicking the military on legal protesters with the enthusiastic acquiescence of the the urban crowd, the, the leftist urban crowd in Ottawa, certainly has to be looked at as something that is one of the more, one of the graver developments of this past year. I mean... A first world, quote, liberal, end quote. I don't mean progressive leftist government. I mean a government that is committed to, ostensibly, committed to due process and the rule of law under the color of a state of emergency about a disease that 
ravaged a lot of lives, but really doesn't, as a broad rule, affect the generally healthy, which everyone is in Canada because they have national health care. Oops. Under the color of that state emergency, not only sicking the military on legitimate free speech, but going after their bank accounts, going after people contributing money to support them by confiscating their funds with the eager acquiescence of big media, of big tech. It was a year, I think, where the top, at least two of the top three stories relate to, in my humble opinion, uh, at least the top three stories. Uh, the, the, The first one relates to the dawning realization that you really cannot trust so many of the institutions in our society. For me, the number three story of the year was the, the the Twitter papers. Elon Musk taking over Twitter, that that itself wasn't a big story. I mean, mergers happen all the time. But Elon Musk kicking open the safes and throwing the documentation out before the world that showed how government, its, law, quote, law enforcement institutions, and the Democratic Party, the Biden campaign, and the Department of Justice actively squelched Americans' free speech with the eager acquiescence of a whole lot of deeply dim people who mouthed after after years of, of disparaging the notion of private ownership of, pro- of property suddenly became, when Twitter was still owned by its previous regime, enthusiastic defenders of private property until someone else owned the property and gave up the game and showed us how the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Democratic Party, the Biden campaign, the federal government at many levels and many, many other levels of governments had their hooks in Twitter's content management and were able to shape the message to suit their statist whims. It was a dark day for democracy, and quite frankly, it was a victory, a small one, a small expensive victory for democracy, not not democracy, for freedom, for openness, for transparency, for small L liberal society that Elon Musk ponied up $44 billion in pocket change to buy Twitter and do this. And of course, it's only the beginning. Google, Facebook, Instagram, all of big tech. When big left says jump, big tech says, how high, sir? And when big left says jump, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the Department of Justice, the IRS, all follow suit. The libertarian ideal, big L libertarian ideal, that people know, at least people who are intelligent enough to deserve the right to vote, know that they can't trust their government is coming true. And that is, at best, a two-edged sword in the great scheme of things. Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, if you have your own top stories of the year, give us a holler, 651-289-4488, the number to call. That's my number three. I'll give you two and number one when we come back here. Oh, yeah, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac passed away this year. It's one of my favorite of hers, by the way. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Ho, ho, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Want to go to Barbados? Of course you do, especially winter of next year. Giving away an incredible seven-day, eight-night stay at the Crane Resort in Barbados. Go to am12a.thepatriot.com. Register now. Do it. Also passing away this last year. And this hits close to home. Ronnie Spector. One of my favorite singers of the 1960s. This, of course... Far and away, Billy Joel's best song. Helps that Billy Joel isn't singing it. By the way, back by the E Street Band. Where you can't you go right? You cannot go wrong. Ronnie, Ronnie. Say it ain't so. It's all I can do to interrupt, not interrupt it here. 
That's uh, was, this is where the death toll this past year is starting to hurt. Now, Ronnie Spector, that uh, that hits me where I live. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Looking at the uh, top stories, and by the way, if you have your own ideas for the top stories of two thousand twenty two, or what to look ahead for as a top story of twenty twenty three. Uh, give us a call, 651-289-4488. If you disagree with me, you get on the air first. G-Money has standing orders. People who disagree with me uh, get first dibs on airtime here. It's a precious commodity, and we make sure that we spend it on people who disagree with me. Absolutely. Uh, second biggest story of the year, in my humble point of view, uh, Ukraine, the invasion of Ukraine. I mean, this is teetering on the brink in so many ways of being the third world war. And I grew up in a, in a, in an era when third world war went meant global thermonuclear annihilation. It may or may not mean that today. It depends on the irrationality of the various players involved and how uh, the West responds to them. For example, you don't want Iran getting nuclear weapons. If you're smarter than Joe Biden, at any rate, uh, which unfortunately Joe Biden is not, we'll come back to that. Ukraine is one of those conflicts that is kind of a Rorschach blob, depending on who's uh, looking at it. It's brought about a bit of a split on the right. I've been a little quiet about the war in Ukraine because I can see some merit and considerable problems with both sides. We have a lot of people on the right, for example— uh, a good chunk of the uh, more libertarian side of the Republican caucus and certainly the, the Donald Trump America First caucus who are saying, yeah, d- Ukraine is a corrupt kleptocracy that should be left to sink or swim on its own. We, and we have greater needs. I mean, that's the less rational side of it. We have greater needs for this money here in America. That We, we don't have a secure border of our own. Why are we securing Europe's borders? And it's not a completely bogus assertion and in fact if you leave out the fact that this all of this costs an absolutely extravagant amount of money i mean there's no reason other than the fact that we're 30 trillion dollars in debt that a responsible government couldn't see to both securing our own borders and protecting western civilization from encroachment by frankly barbarianism barbarism thank you Which, by the way, on the other side of the right, people like Ben Shapiro make the point that NATO and the West, including the United States, because the United States is the leader of NATO, has been spending trillions and trillions of dollars uh, over the last, even since the end of the Cold War, to forestall the military aggressions of Russia. It's not the Soviet Union, but they're still paranoid. They still seek, uh, at the very least, a buffer zone to the West against a non-existent threat from NATO. And by the way, my libertarian friends, yes, it is a non-existent threat. Uh, I've I've seen the graphic that libertarians put out saying, hey, why would the Russians be paranoid? Look at all of the NATO bases on their borders. And these are bases in countries that have all felt the civil, Russian civilization firsthand over the, the last few decades, Poland, Finland, uh, the, the Baltic states, Ukraine. Uh, let's not be thinking that, that uh, the Russians are bringing any form of civilization to any part of the world that they decide to take over as their, quote, buffer against what is a non-existent threat from the West. Seriously, none of the NATO armies are built, trained, equipped to carry out an offensive of any kind 
They're all purely defensive militaries. You say, hey, military is a military. No, it's not. You train and equip and, and provide doctrine to a military very differently if they're primarily defensive than if they are primarily offensive. And if you look at all of that in all of the NATO militaries from Poland and Estonia all the way to the United Kingdom, uh, they, they're all of that points to people who just want to keep their territory, uh, territorial integrity and be left alone, at least by their neighbor to the east. A- at any rate, uh, Ben Shapiro makes the point that uh, and others like him. Uh, some who uh, who some will say, oh, the Council of Foreign Relations says, well, whatever. They make the point that right now we're eliminating on the cheap, relatively speaking, I say relatively speaking, eliminating one of the closest things we have to a superpower competitor in the world and doing it without having to spend any American lives. There's something to that. On the other hand, from that, there are people who point out correctly that proxy wars can get out of hand. They very nearly did a number of times in the 1970s and 80s. They, I mean, in effect, a proxy war got out of hand and caused World War I. So I don't talk much about it. I, I'm somewhere in between. I, having, having been someone who supported Ukrainian independence back when Democrats were saying that, uh, that the USSR was here to stay, I, I'm certainly hoping that Europe uh, ponies up its share of the burden of keeping Ukraine uh, away from the people who, within living memory, were trying to starve them all to death. Anyway, that's, that's as much as I'm going to say about it at this point. We'll no doubt talk more about Ukraine in the near future here. Uh, but uh, number one story, and I don't think anyone has this as the number one story, but I'll run with it here for right now. The ongoing flouting of authority in China. I have been talking with acquaintances who have contacts in the Chinese dissident movement, shall we say. And the American media will never cover it because the American media is trying to prosper off of the market that Chinese communists are giving them with conditions. But not all is well in the People's Republic of China. We're seeing the demonstrations in the streets against the COVID regulations that's the tip of the wonton pot here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, heck, the tip of the iceberg. I, I can't mix my metaphors. It just doesn't work. That's the tip of the iceberg. I think in coming years, just, just based on things I've been hearing, watching the, 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 the thin veneer of control uh, wear away on Chinese society, uh, the, the You could see some serious unrest in China, I think, in the near future here. I think some of these worries about China invading Taiwan are missing the point. I think the main problem in China is going to be the erosion of control by the Chinese Communist Party. And I don't, as we saw in this, with the demise of the Soviet Union, it's not necessarily all good news when round, one round of dictators uh, is ushered to the door. 
you never know who's going to be coming <laughs> coming in to follow them. It, the Soviet Union yielded eventually to to Putin. Libya yielded from Gaddafi to what we have in Libya now, and that's not necessarily a good one here. Uh, let's uh, so anyway. That's what that's my prediction. I think that'll be one of the biggest stories of next year. We shall see. I'm not being satirical this time. Let's take a quick call in Minneapolis, Richard. You got about a minute. Go right ahead. Okay, yes, I was watching the 5.30 News uh, last week, and they, both of them, uh, ABC and CBS, they uh, reported on the January 6th, and they they cut Trump off when they said, when he said, go down there peacefully. Yeah. You know, he says, let's go to the Capitol. And then they cut cut that part out where they said, let's go there peacefully. Yep. Then uh, Greg Jarrett was on the other day reporting 80 FBI agents were monitoring Twitter and uh, quashed the Hunter Biden story before the election. They exactly. That story. That was that was uh, the headline of the Twitter files. I mean, you had the FBI actively involved in communicating uh, two ways, both ways with Twitter. I mean, it was very much a not a not a coercive relationship between the FBI and the Department of Justice. Uh, the CDC. I mean, all of the alphabet agencies: FBI, CDC, DOJ, IRS. They all were carrying on this 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 symbiotic relationship with Twitter. And by the way, not just Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google, all of them were all all part of the same trough. And Twitter, the only thing different about Twitter is they got taken over by someone who was determined to use his wealth to spill the beans. Absolutely. As to January 6th, all this is is attempting to give the Democrats some chanting points to use against Donald Trump. Should he become uh, a candidate again? Well, he is a candidate. Should he become the, the next nominee? Or really, given their ability to uh, and propensity to stretch allegations and guilt by association, really to give them chanting points to use against all Republicans. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, This, by the way, Ian McDonald, that's right, of uh, Foreigner and King King Crimson. Yeah, he died this last year. This is him on the sax, by the way. Go nowhere. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. 
This ho-ho holiday special from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is ready to save you some cold, hard cash this season. Standard Heating would like to save you up to $1,200 off a new furnace or a new boiler. That's right. Standard Heating services and replaces boilers, too. Ask about payment options and 0% financing this holiday season. That's two ho-ho holiday offers this month with savings of up to $1,200 off a new system. Be sure to ask about installing a water heater with your purchase. Don't be scrooged and left out in the cold this winter. Call for your free custom estimate today. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a third-generation family-owned and operated company. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment. Mention the Patriot. That's Standard Heating for all your heating needs this winter. StandardHeating.com. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Hey, it's your lover boy, me, that's knocking. AM1280, the Patriot. 651-289-4488. You know, there were a lot of deaths in the world of music that surprised me this last year. For example, I didn't know that Dino Dinelli of the Rascals and Little Stevens' uh, Disciples of Soul had passed away. On the other hand, I was surprised that this past singer, that just there, Jerry Lee Lewis, was still alive. I mean, in the annals of rock and roll history, there are three people that always get named as, as indestructible people. Keith Richard of the Rolling Stones, of course, who is pushing 80 as we speak. I think he's, I think he'll be 79 this year, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe pushing 80 here, along with Keith, uh, with uh, Mick Jagger. Uh, Keith Richard, of course, a uh, human... Uh, disposal unit for every kind of toxic chemical you can imagine that you can ingest. He somehow survived uh, an ingestion of drugs that that would and did kill many less uh, people of lesser constitutions over the decades. Uh, Beyond him, Shane McGowan of the Irish Irish folk punk band The Pogues. Maybe you haven't heard of them, although I play them periodically on the show. And of course, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, All three of them (laughs) being studied by science to figure out why they haven't died. But the big daddy of them all, figuratively speaking, Jerry Lee Lewis, I mean, that man lived harder than the three of them put together. By all rights, he should not have seen 40. By all rights, just judging by the pattern most men go through, with that much physical abuse, 60 is pretty much out kicking your coverage. He passed away this last year at 95. 
Much respect, Jerry Lee. I thought you died in like 1990. <laughs> and I shouldn't be chuckling. I mean, God willing, uh, we all have as long and full a life as any of those four people. Perhaps without all the drug and alcohol abuse and, and troubles with the law and so forth and so on. Speaking of troubles with the law, not one of the great issues. And yet, I, I just had to bring this up. Uh, two we- Before Christmas, when the weather turned bad and the roads were, as they frequently are, uh, like Andean goat paths with a helping of glazing on the top. Uh, of course, Minnesotans, I've, I've talked about how Minnesotans are famously iffy drivers about in the winter, at least for the first bad storm of the year. I was blessed to be able to stay home uh, when the first, uh, first couple rounds of blizzard hit over the last two weeks here. Uh, and, and a meme started going around here. I, I wanted to address this. I, I posted this on my blog in a post on uh, December 21st entitled Lethal, Forth, uh, Lethal Force Authorized. Say that five times fast. I will not. And the, the post, the meme, really is a photo meme uh, entitled Rule of Thumb. And it shows two cars, three cars on the road. If one car is tailgating you, they are the problem. And then the next picture down, sh- uh, down below shows three cars following closely behind a car that's going slow. If everyone is tailgating you, you are the problem. Well, that's false. They are both problems. They are <laughs> there. Let's just for those of you who are unclear about this, there is literally zero excuse for following closer than two seconds behind someone, no matter how slow they're going. I don't care if they're in the left lane and going lower than the speed limit. You still back off. You still go for uh, two seconds behind. And by the way, if it's wet or icy, maybe three or four is not too bad. Seriously. When did Minnesota stop teaching drivers to leave two seconds between you and the car in front of you? And maybe, just maybe double that if, if the roads are in comment. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but clearly, once the state passed the, the left lane law, which is, I don't know, a year or two ago, a whole new cast of drivers started thinking that they were entitled to drive in the left lane no matter what, no matter how. And for some of you Minnesota drivers out there, and I say Minnesota drivers because I did not learn to drive in North Dakota, Minnesota rather, I learned to drive in a place where you have to know how to drive in the winter, North Dakota. And in fact, it was to the point where after I moved down here, I kept my North Dakota license as long as I legally could. And I carried it in my wallet for probably seven or eight years after that, just to have some document on me that showed objectively I knew how to drive in the winter. Anyway, here's a little note for some of you. If someone is in the passing lane and going too slowly, maybe, just maybe, passing uh, pass them on the right. I mean, I kid you not. Two weeks ago when I was driving down here to come to the show, literally in the morning, coming down here to go to the station, driving down 35E, I drove past a line of, I don't know, I lost count, six or eight drivers, all of them in the left lane, all of them a half a second behind each other. I timed them. The whole line of six, eight cars went by a fixed point in under four seconds. So uh, that's that's a tight margin. And I will bet you, uh, by the way, I passed them all on the right. And I will wager a shiny new quarter. 
every last one of those people lined up a half second behind each other in the left lane was drooling on their bibs and, and, and chanting, my left lane, my left lane, and, and cursing at the slowpoke in front of them at, at the beginning of the parade. As I zipped by, five miles above the speed limit, on the right. It's like, if you're not in the left lane, you don't feel like you're really driving? You feel it's your right as a citizen to be in the left lane no matter what? Fine, do it. But back off. Here's a fair warning. Someday, if something ever happens that makes me king of Minnesota, tarring and feathering tailgaters by the side of the road after impromptu citizen court-martials will not only be legal, but I will pay a bounty and a commission on top of the tar and feather costs. Yes, I do hate tailgaters. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Uh, some less uh, some, some less uh, fun winter stories, of course, came out this past week. This winter, residents and activists are calling. This, by the way, coming from Alpha News here. Uh, actually, from Channel 4, I should say. This winter, residents and activists are calling on the state's largest city to stop clearing out homeless encampments. Uh, just a day before the city of Minneapolis planned this past week to close an encampment outside the Quarry Shopping Center in northeast Minneapolis. Uh, one of them said, quote, all we really want is a little bit of extension to get our things out of here, one camp resident said. Uh, the camp sits on city property. The city said Monday that approximately 10 current residents were given a week's notice to vacate by December 28th. It said it chose the date because that's when more shelters had available beds. Uh, by the way, we talk about people who, they've been given notice of you know so many days, a week's notice to move. That encampment has been there for two years. I go to that shopping center frequently. I was there Thursday. I will be there tomorrow. That encampment has been sitting there for two years. And the neighborhood is not thrilled with it. I mean, you're in Minneapolis, so you only dare say so much. And there are people in Minneapolis who who have it in their mind. I got into a discussion. <laughs> That's putting it charitably with someone this morning, a, a, a uh, I won't go into personalities or names, but uh, someone who, who claimed, well, I pointed out the fact that the neighborhood is not thrilled, that homeless encampments tend to bring with them the consequences of having a popula- a concentrated population of people who tend to be mentally ill and addicted to something or another. And got news for you. There are consequences to that. Drug use, petty theft, not so petty theft, property crime, violent personal crime. I, I, have, I know two people who have had their cars broken into in the quarry parking lot. And yet we're told there's an expectation on the part of some in the Minneapolis left that people in homeless encampments are, are really no different than the nuns at, monas- at, at convents, monks in monasteries. They're, they're the greatest among us. I'm not really exaggerating all that much. Perish the, oh, I, mean, I was called a liar for pointing out that thefts are up. That there is property crime correlated with homeless encampments? That there is drug use? That there is all sorts of ugliness going on? And that it might just maybe, 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 maybe hypothetically be better for these people if they're not living through another Minnesota winter 
in a shabby little tent. That's a bit much for some of them to apparently uh, absorb. Uh, so that's going on. It's further signed, by the way, of what I think is the biggest local story this past year, other than uh, the, the DFL getting the trifecta, is Minneapolis continuing further down its death spiral. I think it's a fair – we'll be talking more about that in the next year. Minneapolis' is ongoing death spiral. Let's go to Egan. Mike, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go right ahead. Good afternoon, Mitch. You're on the air. Good afternoon to you as well, and Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, I would like to get your thoughts. I definitely have an opinion about this, but the uh, when the RNC is going to get their act together because get rid of Ronna McDaniel, and we're getting killed because the Democrats are utilizing every rule and tool available to them. And I'm speaking about ballot harvesting, and I, I believe Harmeet Dillon is challenging Rona McDaniel. And, uh, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a, you know, a different result. And I'm wondering when the re- RNC is going to get real here and start playing some hardball. I could not agree with you more. Absolutely, Mike. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, I have no influence on this, but I could not be more behind Harmeet Dillon at this point. I think the, the Republican Party at the national and state levels need to adapt to the new reality that the rules have changed, that the regulatory environment for elections has changed, that this is not your grandfather's election. We're going to have to start taking advantage, like Democrats do, of things like early voting, of things like ballot harvesting legally not illegally, that we need to work with the system we've got, not the system we want. Donald Trump's greatest crime in many respects was just to say, we're going to not participate until we have the old system back. That was a huge mistake, a tactical error, as Warren Zavon might have said. Vangelis, the guy who gave us Chariot Safari, yeah, he passed away last year. This was one of his weirder songs. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Hewitt, social media censorship. So here's a question for Elon Musk and Barry Weiss. Were any political candidates, either in the U.S. or elsewhere, 
subject to shadow banning while they were running for office or seeking re-election. Elon Musk answers quite simply, yes. Do you realize how hard it is to run for office? The difficulty of getting people to notice you and to raise money and to get your message out, whether it's school board or president and everyone in between. And then to have a little band of left-wing ideological fanatics in the Twitter C-suite shadow banning you and blocking and doing it secretly and you disappear. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, don't forget, I am 12A The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Jack Tom's out coming up next. Brad Carlson tomorrow, 1 o'clock till 3 here on AM 12A The Patriot. By the way, don't forget my band Elephant in the Room coming up two nights. First of six straight weekends of Elephant in the Room gigs. We'll be talking, we'll be at the Roseville Legion tonight, 7 to 11, which is kind of cool. You get the New York New Year, and you can either get home before Amateur Hour kicks off, or you can go someplace else. In fact, if you really want to go hardcore New Year... You can hit that, the Roseville Legion for the New York New Year. Go someplace else for the Twin Cities New Year, because we're pack camping going home right after 11 o'clock. And then you can go someplace else for the Denver New Year at 1 a.m. And then someplace for the Los Angeles New Year at 2. You might have to go to Wisconsin, but that's your problem. Do the New Year your way. Anyway, start it off with the Elephant in the Room, 7 to 11 at the Rosetown Legion. County Rose Seed between Victoria and Dale tonight. It's a legion for crying out loud. It's going to be a blast. We're looking forward to it. And uh, six gigs in a row coming up here. So stick around. Oh, by the way, you're telling me what? Wait, what? Irene Cara died? Wow. I had such a crush on her in 10th grade, 11th grade, 11th grade. Oh, boy. Getting way too close to home. Irene Cara of uh, fame and flash dance fame uh, with a long career uh, in acting, Broadway, music, all over the place. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just keeps getting worse, doesn't here, ladies and gentlemen. 651 289 4488, the number to call. Uh, the the story, this, uh, Pat, by the way, this uh, the, the whole evolution of the restaurant industry, I think, in some ways is, well, is, a, is a barometer for the I think is the, the the ongoing death spiral of Minneapolis. Now, the thing about death spirals is they're not necessarily inevitable. There were those who said that New York City was well down the vortex in 1976 and 1980 through the 1980s. There were those who say that New York could not recover. And if you looked at, at footage, photos, records of places like Mott Haven and the South Bronx and Bedford-Stuyvesant, in the 1980s, it'd be hard to argue with that. New York was in a really dire situation 
in the 1980s and the 1970s. Uh, I mean, the most dangerous city in America, 2,000 murders a year for a long time. And somehow the people of the city managed to pull together enough common sense and wisdom to elect Rudy Giuliani, at that time a, a relatively young U.S. attorney who had cut his teeth going after mobsters and winning, who... Brought, brought in policies with him that led to the uh, the revival of New York City. And by the way, turning into one of the safer major cities. I mean, safer than Minneapolis for many years. Not quite as safe as St. Paul, but down there. And that, that and the, the result, I mean, the rest is history. And by the way, history is being turned back by the current regime in New York City. I mean, Bill de Blasio was a disaster. Michael Bloomberg, as awful as he was for as for trying to support Second Amendment and anti-free speech movements around the country, was at least uh, on the right side when it came to fighting crime, one of local government's few legitimate jobs. Uh, the mayor since then, Bill de Blasio, Eric Adams, certainly much more putrid, much like all governments here in the Twin Cities. Uh, but you, you, the death spiral can be interrupted. Maybe even turned back around, although I don't have a lot of good examples of that. But Minneapolis shows no sign of being a similar, uh, similarly wise group of voters. And by the way, I don't think you'll see that in New York anytime soon because most of the, the class of people that voted for Rudy Giuliani 30 years ago left. They they went elsewhere. An awful lot of people left, left New York City. That's one of the reasons that they lost a congressional representative. It's only getting worse, by the way. Uh, New York is not bouncing back from COVID at all. And I, I think you're seeing a spiral starting there. But let's talk about Minneapolis. Minneapolis is is declining. I think that's a fair thing to say. It's it's not universally decaying. There are some signs of life pop. I was in Uptown two weeks ago. And there are some new places popping up to replace the places that shut down during the pandemic, during the rioting, during the looting in Uptown. Will they make it? We shall see. I mean, businesses come and go. It's a fact. Uh, you, you talk about business owns owned by an awful lot of people. I mean, detailing shops run by African-Americans, immigrant-owned restaurants, which got burned out and looted during the George Floyd riots, Vietnamese-run nail salons. They come and go frequently, sometimes constantly, throughout the state without a whole lot of comment from the gatekeepers of popular culture. But the gatekeepers of popular culture do have a thing for food, especially high-concept restaurants, especially the ones that uh, cling closely to the progressive narrative. They, well, they get saturation media coverage coming and going. Uh, Story of a restaurant uh, made the news this past week, a place called Common Roots, a high-concept restaurant in South Minneapolis. I believe it's 26th and Lindale. It's been around for 15 years, and it got breathless coverage when it opened with the kind of mission statement that your typical Twin Cities media center leftist has got to love. Quote, according to their website, the eatery operated around the values of supporting local farmers, being environmentally sustainable, and providing living wages and benefits for employees. Well, who couldn't like that? And with a setup like that, you got to know how the story ends, don't you? Yeah, it ended with an announcement on their website this past week. Quote, 
While we dramatically reduced our monthly losses during the course of this past year, the business will end 2022 with a large financial loss. We are still only operating at roughly half the sales we did prior to the pandemic. Wait, I was reliably informed that Minneapolis is back. I'm sorry. Back to quoting here. Our margins were thin in good times. That's the restaurant business. But there's absolutely no possibility of the budget working at anywhere near the volume we are at now, said the uh, uh, owner, a fellow named Mr. Schwartzman. And I'm sure there's no link, no way, no how between the fact that the principal collided with a certain amount of reality. Schwartzman added, and I quote, last week we was informed that staff wanted to unionize, which forced him to, and I quote, take a fresh look at the overall state of the business, end quote. Quote, I fully support the labor movement and would have loved being able to run a union business, said Schwartzman, but said, quote, I couldn't commit to moving forward if I didn't have confidence I'd be able to keep the business open under all the many different strains the business is under. Huh. Interesting. So principles like living wage and unionization, adhering to the labor movement as a small business person has prices that are unsustainable huh that's weird i i tempted in fact to look and see one of these is how hell's kitchen is doing one of my favorite downtown minneapolis places in fact one of the few places i like that's still surviving in downtown minneapolis and it uh, it made a big show before the pandemic of going all living wage and then having to lay off most of its part-timers i i wonder how they're doing anyway Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Happy New Year. Hopefully see you at the Rosetown Legion 7 to 11 tonight. Stay tuned for Jack Tomzak. Go nowhere. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on. 952-209-2929. Online at CordellCordell.com. Offices in Edina. What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Oh, oh, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. 
It looks like a map of tiny rivers on a tiny continent. I see an intricate spider web created by spiders who studied French Impressionism in college and wear berets. I see a geometric pattern reminiscent of alien crop circles. That long scar on Frankenstein's forehead? It looks like that. A San Francisco sidewalk after an earthquake. It looks like when I spilled wine on the new carpet. Good idea to bring that up. It's Humpty Dumpty after he had that... Thing. Poor guy, that must have really left a mark. Stare at it all you want. It's not going away. That crack in your windshield could cost you a ticket. It hinders visibility, it's unsafe for you and your family, and it's only going to get worse. Make one call to Advantage Auto Glass. What's the advantage? Free mobile service. On-time scheduling wherever and whenever you want. The highest quality parts and adhesives. They'll settle that claim and your insurance picks up the tab. So don't let a minor annoyance turn into a major problem. Call Advantage Auto Glass at 952-423-6396 or go to ReplaceMyWindshield.com. 612, the bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. With over 13,000 reviews online and a 4.8 on Google, you can trust Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, your go-to for small projects like adding an outlet or big remodels and rewiring. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention the Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. Call 612, the bird or visit 612thebird.com. AM 1280. 